Prison camp. An old wait, Johnny Cash did uh, that. A grocery right? store. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> so I was just thinking about that. My basement. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> wait, did you say Johnny Cash? He played in a prison. Oh, I think. Yeah, that was like a famous. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, played, pretty famous. He played in my basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we are back with our follow-up of the full story of hit shooter Halo Combat Evolved. Where we well, last hit left, stretch. <laughs> what you I'll kill you. <laughs> where we last left off, developer Bungie had all the pieces laid out for their world-changing game, but they still weren't yet put together to form the sci-fi title that we all know and love today. This is Hot Button. We are Randall Beatrice, Chris Anantuano, and yep. Austin Blakesley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin, why don't you enlighten us uh, well, all today on well, what happened all, next? In Hot Button Halo Episode 1, you can yeah. only wield one hot button, but now, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> hot button Episode 2. There's one hot button in each hand. <laughs> so in the timeline of uh, Blam slash Halo slash Monkey Nuts, what... Uh, slash Armor. Don't forget slash that Slash Armor. One. Shit. Yeah, there's a lot of code names. Yes. All right. So when we last left off, the game had finally been revealed to the public. The name had finally been revealed as Halo. (laughs) Instead of (laughs) the music was out there. The art was out there. Everybody was super hype. All the Mac fans were were just waiting to get that game on their Mac. It feels feels so weird saying the full title of Halo Combat Evolved because in still doing this, I almost forgot that that was... We'll get there. No, it's called Halo Xbox One. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Don't dig that back up. (laughs) XXX box. They shared off the demo. Everybody was impressed. But again, the demo was everything they had, and it was not yet a game. Details, details. So Bungie was starting to get into turning this sandbox that they had created finally into a structured game that people could play. And they decided, fuck it, let's go as ambitious as possible (laughs) with this. Shoot for Um, the stars. So the plan was to create an open world, open sandbox game with a story that had actions that would affect later actions and choices that would branch off into (laughs) separate choices. Slow it down there, guys. Uh, The world world would be open and filled with animals and weird plant life and fauna that you could ride like horses. (laughs) This plant sucks your dick. This is getting a little Peter Ma on you. (laughs) It would have have Red Faction-style terrain deformation. Fuck yeah, shout out to Red Faction. Dynamic weather the game would have co-op and players could have different roles co-op don't be crazy and Drivers, all this will be gunners. in a package offered by activision for 50 more dollars <laughs> man can you imagine um, if halo was all of these things <laughs> the one thing that was really in place from what we now know as halo combat evolved was the story yeah like i said they already had the whole mm-hmm. ring world thing they already had crash landing there being chased by this alien covenant i didn't know co-op was also this early on like a well it do. wasn't it wasn't okay. because this idea of co-op is a lot different from what halo one's actual co-op, co-op was like yeah. okay. and i think it was cut and added back in a couple times mm. but we'll get there 
the story was not fleshed out, but it had the basics. It had the crashing on the ring world, the covenant. It had exploring the depths of the ring to find out its mysteries. But things like, I, I believe things like the flood were no, in, yeah, in the there's game. There's yeah. tons of plot holes. Yeah. Why didn't they just fly an eagle to the ring and destroy it in the volcano? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a classic Halo scene yeah. with the eagles. Um, the band? No. The Gun. football team. I fucking oh. hate the eagles, man. <laughs> but yeah, this actually followed Bungie's steps for development. Their steps for development <laughs> Their were... Their business outline is just a big question mark. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Engine first. Then multiplayer and finally single player because keep in mind we're in the days of like Quake. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this thing's got to be multiplayer first. Hold on, sorry. Especially in for that, a PC launch at that yeah. time. In you the, know what I mean? The, the split screen co-op. The second player in the first game is just a marine, right? No, they're just another Master Chief. They're another yeah, Master they're Chief. Another okay. Master. And there is a, a there is a narrative reason you're not actually Master Chief. You're another Spartan. Oh, okay. That because makes there, sense. I mean, there are other Spartans. In, but... in, in the extended Halo universe of books yeah. that I totally read when I was, I was in middle say, school. Yeah, I read. I read. This is one of those series that have the books attached. There's quite a few. In those, that yeah. book, uh, Master Chief is not the only Spartan on the Pillar of Autumn. Yeah, he's just the only one that wakes up. They do that dive into that sense. more in Reach. That with the, yeah, 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 in yeah. the lore that makes yeah. sense. Which, yeah. by the way, we gave credit to Bungie for like the sandbox thing in the first episode. Go back and listen. But I absolutely love their lore. Like as as dis, I hate to keep bringing up Destiny, but that's because it's like. To you have me, such a love-hate relationship with that game. To it's me, Destiny is fantastic. a bigger game from Bungie than Halo ever was. I know that's like a fucking crazy thing you, to say. You watch no, your I know, I know. I'm sorry. I played Halo 3 and Destiny 1 probably equal time. Yeah. We're talking months and months and months and months of my life. But Destiny's obviously more recent in my adult life than mm-hmm. Halo. Uh, but like 2007, I was yeah, practically a, I was a teenager. Yeah. You know? So, like, it's, it's a different point in my life. The, the point I'm saying is, like, their lore, as disjointed as Halo, uh, sorry, as disjointed as Destiny One was, yeah. that game deep dive. There's a I, I don't I hate promoing other I hate promoing other podcasts, but there's another podcast that is incredible deep dive into Destiny lore where they compile and put it all together into a narrative like front. Yes, I listened to amazing. that. Bef- yeah. I listened to that before Destiny. I'm going to nerd alert both you guys. Yeah, <laughs> the story behind those are incredible. Like really? they've always been great at I, writing. Like this is a sci-fi epic they like building universes for sure yeah, it's a very absolutely. star wars approach to it but the only problem i have with like destiny was how they delivered that it, oh, yeah. delivered. it was very obtuse it was horribly yeah. delivered yeah. but as we're but learning as it, games uh, are developed in the future if you're creating a massive open world <laughs> yeah. mmo slash rpg the story just gets tossed in the fucking trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not easy to deliver. Like, the amount of how big they wanted the world of Halo to be and to deliver that in the format that they did. You said, imagine if Halo was all that. It wouldn't have been Halo. It wouldn't yeah. have been this good. You're right. No, I, I like that Halo is a more directed experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which was not added until way later. Yeah, yeah. which I found it was not um, the original intention. Yeah. So we're nearing the end of 1999. Bungie was inviting journalists into the office to show off various features of the game but again it was just still a sandbox but right. even so and letting, a third person sandbox yeah letting people get their hands on this demo was just leading to more positive impressions and they were able to play more buzz more hype yeah, yeah. 
And so that will lead us into the beginning of 2000, which is what the year that Oni was released. <laughs> Meanwhile, this other game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which Oni, kind of a forgotten game, yeah. obviously, compared to Halo Combat Like Evolved. I said, it was fine. Yeah. But... Reminded me of Jet Force Gemini. What was Oni released on? Was it just computer? PS2. 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 I thought yeah. it was PlayStation. I think, I think yeah, PC. Exactly. Oh, yeah. was it PC as well? PlayStation and PC, okay. yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah. the progress that they were making on Oni actually did help them lead to the decision to turn Halo into this third-person action game. So okay. it did contribute something positive to the world other than being forgotten uh <laughs> sorry oni it was all right but they were in full-on promotion mode for oni they were going to things like gdc and stuff like that and bringing uh demos for oni and naturally everybody was <laughs> but nobody, gave, oh, yeah. nobody gave two shits about oni every time any journalist asked them questions halo would inevitably come up to the point where they of just course. started bringing this demo of halo everywhere with them so the they could show it to people i think the same thing happened with uh, gta 4 and Rockstar was going around with Rockstar Stable Tennis or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Give us the wet demo. We don't want... When they but were yeah, like uh, Skyrim, no, no, yeah, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, but they had in development builds of Halo. They started bringing them with them, and people started recording like off-screen footage of it and posting it online. This is where <laughs> the first recorded public with what a camera that Probably had a tape that yeah. they converted to <laughs> digital. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, this was the first recorded public viewing of the grunt. Uh, excuse me, that's the, 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 the lol or blah blah, whatever they're Hold called. On. <laughs> <laughs> check it. The ungoy. Yeah. yeah. So we're in 2000 now, and another crossover with episode six of Hot Button, our history of the original Xbox. In March 2000, at GDC, Microsoft finally announced the Xbox to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Check it out. It's a big box, big X, right on the top of it. You're going to love it. That's all you need to know. I think you made that same joke. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the first episode. Um, yeah, and Bungie was still, obviously, they were at GDC. They were promoting Oni. They were getting asked about Halo. And one of the questions that they were now being asked a lot about Halo was, Where was you've it talked be? in the past about porting this to consoles. Is there any interest in porting? this to microsoft's new console mm. and they said maybe but Does here's it run the thing. on mac <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't go for dreamcast because that ran on they did oh okay yeah. Damn. Uh, they, they were planning to port this thing to dreamcast playstation 2 i don't believe the gamecube because it's a trash console for idiots <laughs> fucking uh, and then the, <laughs> you yeah. too yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about that is that bungie already knew about the existence of the xbox because in january of 2000 they had met with microsoft oh yeah microsoft had officially asked about them porting the game right. like playstation well, they were was just like closed doors trying yeah. to get this fucking Pretty a- they were pretty active going it. around trying to get that. PlayStation stuff, was yeah. just like, whatever, man, just port it if you want. We don't care. We got so many yeah. games. And your game comes out every day. Yeah, yeah. It's like, please, your game looks so cool. We need some games, please. <laughs> um, and Could you had, imagine and, if Halo was released on the Dreamcast? Yeah. <laughs> and again, they had met with take two and microsoft because take two if they were going to port this rockstar would have been publishing hell yeah halo. Um, <laughs> that would have been wild yeah. yeah grand theft halo but yeah so then they're like all right we really got to show off all our progress on halo to the public officially huh so then flash forward a couple months e3 2000 the dreamcast had been released and everybody was just eating it up yeah. it was doing so well more and on yes, the dreamcast story very coming successful soon. Yeah. <laughs> as we yeah. all know yeah. we'll, we'll get to that in a future episode stay tuned but um the playstation 2 had been released in japan was not yet released in america right yeah. uh, but the release date and price were announced for america the gamecube was officially revealed Woo! you can set this thing up vertically 
or horizontally. <laughs> it's crazy. Bye, what? <laughs> and, uh, and Microsoft was uh, obviously out there promoting the Xbox. But also, this was the first demo of Halo. Or I guess the second demo of Halo, but this was this like... This is when it was a game? Yeah. More. It, well, I... Yeah. It was not quite a game yet, but this was a much larger demo, and this was a lot closer to what Halo would end up becoming. Okay. Bungie brought with them a nine-minute demo, and they got a little theater, and they <laughs> took in 20 people at a time, and then Jason Jones down the would, lights, held hands. would intro the game, talk about it for a couple minutes, and then they would show this nine-minute demo. This included a ton of new stuff. This included human aircraft you could fly this included way more covenant vehicles this was when the sniper rifle was added they showed the master chief killing an elite with an energy sword which we now know did not <laughs> actually make it in. the enemies could use energy swords but you could. couldn't pick them up yeah. in halo one uh, could you imagine like wh- i want to know what this game looked like third person like played through I don't know, like yeah. so only is third person so, maybe so we'll, like we'll, that. Get, we'll get to that in a little bit stubs the zombie this also the halo engine in third this person. also but yeah. this demo <laughs> is very important because this is where Master Chief was added. Right. Okay. Not to be confused this, Master this, Chef. Th- <laughs> this is oh before, he didn't, this was before he didn't have that like sexy ass radio voice, right? Yes. Yeah. So that'll come later because that guy is a, is a radio, is a radio host a DJ, in, right? uh, in Seattle. Uh, yeah. uh, but Bungie oh, was shit. still in Chicago at the time. Oh. So they didn't have a voice actor picked out. It was no longer like you're a group of elite cyborgs. It was like you're this one dude yeah. in this cool robot armor <laughs> and he's got like a personality and they added this robot but it was like it was just like some developer in the bungee offices uh, with the robot filter put over his voice Steve Buscemi <laughs> yeah. Yeah. instead of that like yeah. instead of that like booming yo deep hey fashion. Cortana no, can in, he instead, uh, fetch me uh... no instead he just sounds like me yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he shoots a guy in the head with a sniper. you wanna go for some deep dish uh, <laughs> but yeah instead of that like booming two deep things voice like sausage yeah. and improv uh, <laughs> Uh, it was just some developer where he was like, hey, chief. And he was like, hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> and, but like with a robot filter on. Yeah. Have you ever seen like the Peter Empire Dinklage of Dreams documentary for Star Wars? Like before they got James Earl Jones. Oh, the, to do Darth Vader's yeah. voice. Yeah, stu- yeah the stunt guy there. who was yeah. talking Darth Vader did it. And he's like, you're part of a rebel alliance. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yep, yep. But uh, this demo was a video. And uh, again, it was just, they panned over Master Chief shooting people from like a top-down kind of, like it was directed, right? It was like, but it didn't show any third-person gameplay because the game couldn't really be played because it was missing two really big aspects of what Halo would eventually become. Mission structure and AI. <laughs> it's the <laughs> little things. Oh, it's just like the AI. <laughs> yeah. That's not important for uh, their entire, you um, know, fucking no. history of the company. <laughs> but there was another very important reason why the game was not shown from the perspective the player would be playing. This is what we've from. been building to for a while, yes, haven't we? Because there was an internal fight going on at Bungie at the time, whether they wanted to keep the game third person or whether they wanted to turn it into a first person shooter. Mm. I'm curious what the sides were. I'm curious who what side um what's what's his name James Jason Jason Jones Jason Jones yeah. he was third person really at first, but really that oh, surprises yeah. me, yeah, me too. I was about to say uh, I figured he'd be on the first yeah. person I'm glad side. the right yeah. side won that war yeah and for not sure. a, but imagine, like then Bungie also kind of stayed there forever to really stick it to uh, Jason I guess well yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking of what's the timeline on this because like okay 
there's a fine line between the absolute borderline slave labor hours game developers are forced to work <laughs> oh, we'll and get there. being <laughs> passionate about creating video games. Because yeah. this timeline seems very compressed to me. All because right, yeah. we're not even at first person yet. No. And once they reach first person, they develop some of the most absolutely right, pivotal this is first E3 person 2000. To give you a little bit of a timeline, the original Xbox came out in November of 2001. We are in, this is Ju- in, 2000. We are in June of yeah. 2000. Yeah. yeah, so we're a year and some odds away from Halo being released in a couple of months, right? Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, and the, if they don't know if they want it to be third or first person, it also doesn't have any missions and there's no AI. <laughs> Remember that analogy in the last episode I made about them completing a marathon by limping across the finish line with no legs? Well, it's incredible. Did you read the recent story about... I mean, I'm uh, sure you you talk about this, but some of the things that Bungie developed for first-person shooter technology on console is in every single yeah. first-person shooter on console yeah. to come. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know if you read the story recently about Sakurai, the director of Smash Brothers, was, like, working with an IV in yeah. a... Yeah, like... He, like, passed what? out of work. He came in the next day with an IV in his arm because he couldn't... Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he couldn't stay away because he wanted Smash to be that good. Yeah. And he is a workaholic. Thank you. If you're listening, yes, thank, please, you, thank you, Sakurai. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this game is incredible. Best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely deserve. <laughs> Not enough content, though. Needs more characters. Yeah, yeah more characters, please. <laughs> I want Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Not totally unbelievable anymore. That's the craziest part. Um, but while this whole fight was going on, there were some more behind-the-scenes talks happening at Bungie. On June 9th, 2000, a rumor was being passed around the internet that Microsoft was looking into acquiring Bungie, which was a big deal because, again, like I said, they had plenty of hype built up around Halo, but the hype was with PC and Mac players because every Bungie game had been PC and Mac, except for Oni, which wasn't out yet. And Bungie, not that huge of a studio. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe among computer players, but... Right. No, I I meant huge in terms of, like, the size, because they acquired them for quite some, some cash. Yeah. Like, heck of a purchase. A I off, mentioned but. a couple of these things in the Xbox episode, but to reiterate, 10 days later on June 19th, 2000, the rumor was confirmed. Bungie was officially purchased by Microsoft for $30 million, yeah. and Halo was now slated to be a launch title for the Xbox. They must have really saw that potential. $30 million. It was the grass budget for Destiny. <laughs> it was a yeah, deal. pretty much. I think it could be argued that this was probably one of the best investments in video game oh, history. Oh, absolutely. For yeah. fucking sure, yeah. dude. The Xbox is nothing did, without Halo. Did I'm Halo, sorry. Uh, as, as good as uh, whatever the launch titles were that I don't remember. Did Halo make it as a launch title? Yes. Did they actually get yes. it? Yeah. yeah. Good on them. Right? Yeah. 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 I, no, I just At usually when I you read stories about later. like we're yeah, shooting yeah. for a launch title, they like that's hard that to happens hit. Happens a lot now, but yeah. yeah, they did it. Yeah. It was a deal that worked out for both sides because you know we're in the early 2000s. We're in the early days of PC shooters being like a thing. Yeah. And it's like we can compete with the ids and the valves of the world, or we can like be the premier shooter for this. We new can be the console. valve of consoles. Yeah, yeah I exactly. mean, you you hear the phrase "killer app" a lot, and to me, that was first real coined with Halo. Yes. Like even calling something a Halo killer, like was a huge phrase back in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like every time a new console got announced, it was like, okay, what's the Halo equivalent? What's yeah. the killer yeah. app? I'm, so, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> they did try and call it. Halo I'm sorry, killer, I keep forgetting that? names. Yeah. The first dude, the first Jason Jones. No, yeah. no, no, not Jason Alex Jones. Alex Serapian. Yeah. yeah, you could tell he's 
stepped away from programming early. You could tell this dude had a fucking eye for what's happening. Yeah. Like the whole ADR thing, the whole fucking. There's no way he wasn't some sort of artist. ARG. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah sorry, ARG. This is, uh, what the fuck did I say? ADR. ADR. Additional yeah, dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spaghetti Westerns so on I your mind. I watch a lot of horrible movies and television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you can tell he, he kind of had a bit of marketing forward thinking. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. He was totally. definitely on the edge of like, yeah. holy shit, dog. Like, we got something yeah, here. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go to Microsoft because... Yeah. They're about to make a console that's gonna f- yeah. possibly fucking be well. And this obviously, was, this we was, turned so, out wasn't. This was pre like Halo going like multimedia too. Yeah. Like, so this, like, I feel like he definitely had a decent foresight here. So this yeah. was a little bit of both though, because Microsoft came to them. That the was fair, but the reason Microsoft came they to needed them it at the time was because he did not go to Microsoft. He okay. went to another tech giant that they had a history with, Apple. <laughs> he went to Apple, yeah. yeah. And he offered Steve Jobs the ability to buy Bungie for $30 million, just like Microsoft did, and Steve Jobs turned him down. Who was mad? And, said, that's, that's <laughs> and now he's dead. Yeah. So see what happens when you... <laughs> that's, he's like, that's too high of a price. I bet we could like wait him out and get that down. And then Microsoft heard a rumor and was like, fuck, dude, yeah. we'll pay you $30 Go million. For it, yeah. That's a steal. And then, Bill yeah. Gates had to be creeping his way up to one of the um, richest people, you know, at <laughs> yeah. this point. And fucking... I want to like him, but he just... I'm sorry. All right. I don't mean to do Just go, go, go. Steve Jobs was pissed. Yeah. Steve Jobs personally called Steve Ballmer of Microsoft yeah. to scream at him <laughs> through the phone. For buying Bungie. Oh, I want to sit on that phone call. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Steve Palmer, being the good executive that he is, passed the buck down <laughs> to head of Microsoft Game Studios, Ed Fries, who comes up a lot in our Xbox episode. Yeah, he does. He was one of the main people that got this whole deal going. And so Steve Jobs was apparently so pissed off and wouldn't let up that a deal was officially signed that Microsoft Game Studios would make a deal where they would port their games to Mac, starting with Halo. Mm-hmm. Which and is why is I that asked true? if it actually right. Does that yeah, still happen, you know? No, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve Jobs is dead and Apple doesn't have anything to worry about, so uh, they, I mean, what they, do they make now? Their they're focus on games also I don't know, petered out kind of show. <laughs> You're looking at your I, iPhone. How about my iPhone? But yeah, uh, like I said, Jobs was mad at himself for turning for down turning that down. Bungie's yeah. offer. What and, if Mac was a premier fucking gaming console? Yeah, now? I mean there was a time that do was you almost think true. Yeah. Do you, to be fair, that was just as wild as Microsoft or Sony getting into yeah, the console I was gonna say, game. There, yeah. There's two kind of like alternate timelines in my head. One, Mac releases Halo. Yeah. It falls to the wayside as an Apple game. Oh, and it's forgotten. And, and it's forgotten. Yeah. And there's no Halo. And then in response, there's no fucking Xbox. And now we have the Sega whatever <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking Nintendo dominated yeah. market in PlayStation, yeah. you know? Or does Mac become a premier fucking. Well, what it's, alternate it's, universe is Mac? Is, yeah. <laughs> Battling that PC conversation is like right weirdly <laughs> relevant now with all of the talk of Amazon and Google getting into video game it's too space. Late. Not for them, is it? Show me something. Video games you know, like, I mean, sell me on I mean, it. I think Google has late. that streaming tech. That's yeah. The, Google. Yeah. Oh has yeah. It. Fuck. I just read about that. That is <laughs> yeah. dope. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> fuck. I forgot about that. <laughs> that is insane it's pretty technology. Wild, yeah. I have to talk to you guys about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, me and Randy talked about it, and Comcast needs to up their fucking game before yeah. we can uh, use that. Tech <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work for us yeah, anyway. Absolutely. No. Hey, what I was talking about, we were talking about Google Fiber, and I was like, "Well, is Fiber available there?" And they're like, "Well, yeah." I was like, "Well, good for fucking them." Yeah. 
be the last people to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the giant looming Comcast yeah, tower when the, we look the, out the, the window. The big fat USB no fiber. drive and then in the middle of the <laughs> fucking skyline. I've made fun of that building a few times. For continue, those of you who don't know, we are, uh, we're, we're broadcasting out of Dubai. That's what we're talking about. The uh, giant yeah, Comcast yeah. tower The Wiz Khalifa building. Yeah. The oh. Burj Khalifa? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's a 200-story tower with a giant joint hanging out on the top of the top of it. But um, this led to a couple really important changes. The first being that uh, Bungie was no longer to be based in Chicago and San Diego. They were now going to move all of their employees from Chicago to to Redmond, Washington, where Microsoft was. Are they still there? Uh, They're in Seattle now. Okay. I think they always were in Seattle. I don't know. But they're in Washington still, Bungie. But this was an important change because Redmond, Washington is big because that's where Microsoft is. But Redmond, Washington is not a huge city. No. There's a lot of forests and mountains. And so that environment really inspired what would eventually become the environment for Halo. If you remember those first Yeah, exactly. When you crash land, the first thing is all fucking giant pines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rivers and shit like that. That was all inspired by their move from Chicago to Redmond. That's really um, cool. It makes sense. But the move for the game from PC Mac to Xbox led to one very important change. You talk about Halo influencing the future of first-person shooters. They found out that because of the lack of RAM, the Xbox only had 64 megabytes of RAM at the time, which was their minimum settings for what that was. That was their minimum recommended settings for when Halo would have come out on PC. Yeah. So they needed to make some changes to get this thing running on Xbox. And the one main change they made was Shooters at the time, and still even to this day, but much more back much then, more back then yeah. let you carry as many weapons as you wanted, yeah. you know, and they were all on PC, so it's like, oh, if I hit, you know, in Half-Life, it's like, very, if I hit very, five, yeah, I get very the yeah, you have gun. every single weapon yeah. you can it's carry It's like, one's Half-Life. the pistol, two's the SMG, three is like the, yeah. you know, the crowbar. By the whatever. end of the game, you're just a walking fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But Armory. that didn't work with only 64 megabytes of RAM. So they decided to a strange change. They, is, they yeah. decided to switch so that the player would only be able to carry two weapons at a time. Accidentally creating another. Accidentally yeah. creating yeah. one of the that biggest trends in shooter in history. Every single is. fucking oh, video yeah. game. Rainbow on Six, Earth. Call of Duty, two weapons. Yeah, that's the two mm-hmm. weapon thing. Is. That is crazy that that comes from fucking a RAM issue. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Again. You can't really keep developing a game when you have to pick up your entire office and move it halfway across the country. So the move from Chicago to Redmond had to delay that a little delayed bit. Yeah. development significantly. And here's the crazy part to get back to what Chris was saying earlier about the crunch hours and stuff like that. As of September 2000, which would have been one year and two months before the game came out, <laughs> the campaign had not yet been started on. <laughs> And this is all also like developing on a console that's not done yet either, as we found out in the in that yeah. Xbox episode, yeah. which is kind of good for Bungie because they're like, "Fuck it, we uh, we yeah. got some time as long as they're still doing that." Yeah, I love how late, like how how huge of an aspect this was that late in the game. I know I keep quoting a lot, but it is very much like a reverse GoldenEye with its multiplayer. Like Split Screen was a last minute addition to that game. That's what everyone remembers it for. Yeah. but it's like the campaign in Halo is so memorable, and yet that didn't come until like well after. Yeah. That's um, so funny. Yeah. A lot of these decisions were like, we only have time for this. And then it ended up being so iconic. Like, yeah, but yeah, when you can't work on the game, you don't have new stuff to show off. So basically for the rest of 2000, there's not a lot of public footage to go off of, of how Halo developed. 
there were a lot of rumors that now that people knew that Halo was going to be coming out on the Xbox and that the Xbox was coming out and that Halo was a big deal, everybody wanted to see what Halo looked like running on the Xbox. And Understandable. There were, there were rumors that the game would be shown off at CES, which did not happen at the beginning of 2001, <laughs> right. January. There were even rumors that the Xbox would have a Super Bowl commercial in February of 2001 that heavily featured Halo. But it never happened. Uh, but one never aired. Just like so, the Titanfall tricked me earlier this year. Yeah, not Titanfall. Apex Psych, Legends. it's a Battle Royale. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can that, you guys excited for Borderlands Battle Royale? <laughs> go oh, <on>. God. <laughs> just uh, bury right, me. Go on, go on. <laughs> just, just bury me. And at the time, Microsoft had its own conference that they held every year, which went through a lot of changes. But do they still do this? No. Okay. But it was called. Their own it was now. called GameStop. Yeah, because I saw that on the like dock Woods, here, and I was like, I have like no idea Woodstock, what that is. Woodstock, but with games. Ugh. You know how Woodstock was all about wood. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter because they had a fucking the best demo ever to show at this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so Microsoft had a conference called GameStop, which was in March of 2001. But this was a much bigger deal for Microsoft because usually it was like, hey, here's the latest and greatest and. PC flight simulators, but now they had now they had a console to promote, so they had a lot yeah. going on. And one of those things was a new demo of Halo, and the demo came from the game's silent cartographer level, fucking a, which is one of the most memorable levels yeah. from that game because of this demo, and also because it was included as a demo on other games. Like if you bought Fusion Frenzy, you right, could yeah, you could play the silent cartographer level in like a sub menu with like extras, and then play a Halo demo. I played. Uh, I think I downloaded this on on my computer back. In the day but it's what sold me yeah the music and everything like it even kind of showcased the like openness of the levels and the vehicles like it had everything yep. in it the, like, every first person shooter prior to this game felt like walking down a hallway shooting something yeah. turning thing there was nothing that had stuff. this sort of open yeah. no yeah it felt so much more dimensional it was yeah. insane that is something we take for granted nowadays which is absolutely like boom here you go <laughs> A fucking open field where you can strafe left to right as long as you want. There's a- and there was no time constraints in that demo, so you could really just explore it any way yeah. you wanted. It's just like, like that dimensional fucking sort of combat was... Yeah. It's just exploding my head still thinking yeah. about it, the fact that it would have did nowadays, you know? Yeah. 2001. Nothing else happened that year, dude. 2001. That was the year for Halo demos. Freddy Got Fingered came out that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already talked about (laughs) 9-11 so much in the Xbox episode. You can't bring up 9-11 anymore. (laughs) That's going to be tough for me. I'm going to be honest. But, um... The demo started with uh, Master Chief in the Banshee, the the Covenant plane that you could fly in Halo 1. And then uh, he would land the Banshee, and he got out of the Banshee, and he was in third person. Mm. And up until this point, Halo was a third person shooter. Like I said, there were internal arguments at Bungie about whether to switch from third to first, but it was never said that Halo was going to be a first person shooter until it showed him in third person running around and then zoomed in, and then all of a sudden, first person. And this was the first time anybody saw Halo running in first person because they had finally agreed that the game would be a first person game. They duked it out. But I want to sit in on that meeting, dude. (laughs) That was probably awesome. The compromise, which also affected Halo very heavily, was that driving would not be in first person. That's right. Yeah. Which is so important. Yes. The game didn't work. You mentioned driving a warthog in first person. (laughs) I love the way those feel. It's like you drive it with just the joysticks. The joysticks, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Which is a driving system that's in a billion games. Games now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> the game didn't work too well driving in first person, but the game worked better shooting in first person. So the compromise was made that any vehicles would be done in third person and any shooting totally out of vehicles would be in first person. That's yeah. fair. I honestly prefer first person, obviously, shooters I mean, to, yeah. to third. Yeah. There but are... I do prefer third person driving. I never no, do cockpit course, driving in a game course, unless never. I can't. Um, we uh, we often it. play like GTA and we're like, all right, let's play first person. Let's have a good yeah, time. But then I You're s- still driving you get, in third person. There's yeah. options that you can set it so that when you get into a car, it'll switch to third and when then you can play the rest in first person. Let's say there aren't good third person shooters. I would say Gears of War and fucking Division and, you know, Ghost yeah. Recons and shit like that. But People yeah. figure it out. But yeah. There's something, the level of I immersion for first person games always. Halo is absolutely necessary to be first person. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. absolutely. And the main sticking point of this whole argument was that when they decided, okay, this should be first person instead of third person, when that argument started, mm-hmm. they were still on PC. They weren't purchased by Microsoft and going to be an Xbox launch title yet. Now, the decision had to be made whether to keep a third person because first person shooters other than those developed by Rare (laughs) did not do too well on consoles. No. That's true. Because it's hard to shoot with joysticks. Rare Rare was kind of the only people that figured it out before them. So it's interesting, just like a a tiny little thing here. GoldenEye and Perfect Dark had options to use two joysticks if you plugged in two controllers. It did not obviously feel great. It's horse shit. But when Time (laughs) Yeah, I went six handles. Thanks. (laughs) When Time Splitters 1 came out on PlayStation 2, that was a double joystick shooter. And what's interesting is if you go back and read a lot of reviews like a lot of people were not about that control scheme at the time because the way that they figured out the movement and strafe the original time splitters may have made history being one of the first like dual joystick shooters on a controller but they didn't map it the same way halo did the way no. that they they did the turning and the yes they, right. they weren't separated it, it, was, yeah. it was moving moving and, and turning, turning on this was sti- on, the on the left yes. stick and then strafing and up and down on the right stick exactly right? Yeah. Oh, and which it, is fucked up which is fucked up but like they there was, there up, was no but... blueprint at the time, so like they thought that made sense. That so the blue, th- but that's yeah. crazy that that blueprint is applied to third person games it is. now too. But the, you because know what that because it's applied to yeah, everything. It is. Yeah. And what's interesting is like because camera control and stuff, people were figuring that stuff out. But after Halo One came out, and they're like, this is the way that a first person shooter should feel on a two controller joysticks. with two joysticks. Yeah. Then when Time Splitters Two came out in two thousand two, it had that fucking it, scheme. It played yeah. like that, and it was like, oh shit. Because the funny thing is, people remember Time Splitters Two. Two, a oh, lot more so than they good. remember Time Splitters 1 oh, and that's no, for yeah, that reason too. and I like, played them both yeah, religiously they were but both still. spiritual successors to those N64 shooters it was made by Free Radical which was X-Rare guys but like it wasn't until Halo 1 that was like no this is how yeah, it should play that's kind of like a thing we take for granted too as people who play games like don't forget if you listen, oh, to, yeah, if you listen yeah. to this podcast because obviously you enjoy video games like it took me a minute to realize like when I watched my my brother's pretty decent at Destiny and first person shooters now right. but he wasn't he grew up up in the 80s it's a there were no games like yeah. that when he was a kid playing games and we take that movement we shit do, for yeah. granted the it's fact that you can just step into a game and be like oh I don't, this is straight this is look I, this is this the first time I picked you know? up Halo on a controller it felt so intuitive but maybe it was like I like slowly got into that but it's interesting to think at the time like playing Halo for the first time on a controller might have felt really jarring to somebody who's never who doesn't understand having that camera control yeah. and stuff before to be like, honest do you think it's because of mouse and keyboard think about that placement Mm. mouse on the right movement strafing on the left probably that's probably what they were going for with absolutely what the controls are that you know your joystick is strafe yeah and move left versus you know the camera right like a mouse it's funny because i have written here like 
a lot of people at Bungie thought that the move could hurt the game. That switch to first to person. To the switch to first person. Bungie got fired. <laughs> Bungie, Bungie was very committed and worked very hard to make sure that a first person shooter felt as natural on a controller as it did on mouse and keyboard. Yeah. And oh, that's my yeah. favorite thing about Bungie. Do you and talk about all this? Nailed imagine, it. Imagine they fucking nailed it. Free Radical, because like Time Splitters was a launch game on PS2, and then like Halo becomes a launch title for Xbox, and they're just like, fuck, like why didn't we think of <laughs> Do you talk about like what they did and shit like that? Because I don't want to like steal the thunder. No, go but, like, for it. That yeah. we were wasn't me and you were talking about this the other night, right? Yeah. The friction thing. Yeah. Yeah, that is the, friction the aim thing? assist and friction, okay? Oh a, yeah. The fact that when you shoot somebody close to their head, it counts as the it head, does, yeah. okay? And friction. Like, think about a mouse. Like, with a mouse, I can aim at your head very yeah. easily, shoot, click, point, kill. Yeah. If you were to try to do that with a joystick, you'd be fucking oh, yeah, constantly... No, totally. pa- like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucks on a podcast it's, format, but you'd be moving left and right, left, with, right, man, without being able to center. This, they added friction, which means that when you cross oh, an enemy's yeah. zone, the, the, it'll literally slow down right. the movement. We talked about, yeah, movement we did talk about Because this Resident Evil 2, the remake that just came out... Has an option where you can turn that on or off. off. Yeah. God, when it's off, it's so fucking it's hard. It's gotta be hard. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard. It's gotta be hard. It's gotta be like Grand yeah. Theft Auto, because Grand yeah. Theft Auto doesn't have that friction, it's, but it has auto lock, it's very which funny is different. Another, like, another thing that, like, because Halo had a little bit of that aim assist in that first game. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So, they developed that but friction where you like, cross a first person target. Your, your cursor literally slows down. I'm gonna make down, fun of my yeah. own children here, but with Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, they had that aim assist, but also, do you remember you had to, like, manually aim? You had, like, yeah. hold the thing yeah. down and, to, like, turn it to look like this. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, podcast listeners yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. fucking it was, and it was even worse on a lot of PC shooters back in the day with the dimensions of like having to stand still on like you know games yeah. like Dark Forces and stuff like that to that, look that up that friction was an was give that guy a billion dollars yeah, because that, that is in every oh, fucking first person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whoever yeah. fucking programmed that and said that, that is pivotal to the rest of gaming history. Yeah. Like, for the next 20 years, it's, that is, wonder, is absolutely crucial. I, I know we've been talking about that this for a friction. while now, but I wonder if that was an idea that they could have patented. I'm sure it is patented because I don't. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure it is. There's like, no way that's not patented. I don't you think don't it think is. is. Yeah, because if that was the case, like every single game would have to like. Hey, Bungie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why does Bungie have so much money? Maybe <laughs> why they still open after Destiny Two real- sucks so bad. <laughs> they must have patents, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I'm serious. I just just props to Bungie. No, absolutely. Because yeah. the the things they did with first person shooters in the last minute of their development, yeah, it's it's really wild. That's uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I love this company. <laughs> but uh, they were working hard. They were crunching like crazy. And this is where have their IV drips. This is where <laughs> this is where a lot of stuff that we now know as Halo that like Halo would feel weird if you didn't include yeah, it in totally. was like on the chopping block. Like, this is where they finally made the decision to include the two-player co-op that we now... Best feature. Uh, you know, yeah. that we now all attribute to Halo. Which is hilarious, because they fucked up and got rid of it in 5. Like, yeah. it has to be coming back in the next one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because, like, even Gears was quick to damage control on that when the fourth um, game came out. They're like, it's got some screen again. <laughs> but, uh, but nothing was shown about the multiplayer, because Bungie right. didn't know if multiplayer was actually going to make the final game. Wow. Yeah, Halo multiplayer, not famous at all. So, it's so don't funny worry about that, like, their demos didn't have a campaign, and then they were building a campaign, and they're like, ah, maybe you want it multiplayer. It's so, like, 
<laughs> it's amazing uh, that this turned out the way it did. But yeah, Jason Jones had a company meeting where he was like, listen, guys, I don't think we're going to be able to get multiplayer, multiplayer in this thing. Here. And two employees, God bless them, yeah. Michael Evans and Hardy Libel Goddamn are their heroes. two names, Shout stepped out. up, pulled them aside after that meeting and said, we will not ship this game without multiplayer. <laughs> Thank those guys yeah. from my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> they stepped up and they committed to working more than full time to make sure Jeez. that Halo 1 had multiplayer. Yeah. Whatever the cost. <laughs> and even then, Jason Jones said, you guys can go for it, but I still don't know if you'll be able to get it done. But we now know that they yeah. got it done. And so down to the wire. Well, this has got to be within six to five months of the <laughs> yeah. release of the game. This is a little bit before E3, so we're talking like maybe nine months out. Mm. But this conversation about multiplayer was going on. The story mode was still in shambles. <laughs> like, that also was nowhere near completed. That silent cartographer level was coming along. And they All had, you need. And they had, the, they had the whole campaign written. Uh, it was written by it. it was written by Jason Jones and also Joe Staten, who a lot of people know is famous yeah. for he's like the story lead. But they didn't have the rest of like the assets story laid out for this yet, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure they had some assets <laughs> from like the original shit, but like they were probably so far behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the idea to add the flood, but the flood weren't made yet. The flood weren't made yet. <laughs> <laughs> they had missions that were cut entirely. They had other missions that they planned that they chopped in half and smushed together because their main goal right now was we might not have multiplayer. This story mode needs to be long enough for people to not hate us for paying oh, yeah. $60 for it. How, how long is Halo 1? It's pretty it's decent for the time. Six, six to eight hours. It's six only hours. hard because your health doesn't recharge. That's the only reason it's long. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And, and, and the profits were intended to be in the game. A lot of scenes straight out of Halo 2 were cut from Halo 1. I do remember yeah, hearing yeah, about yeah. that We talked before, about yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the Halo 2 had a lot of shit that was it supposed did. to be in 1. Yeah. yeah. Including uh, that sword. <laughs> and all their hype and buzz that had surrounded their game was kind of starting to fade out because this whole while, Bungie was like, we can't just, like, stay away and not show people our progress we got to show people our progress so that yeah, they stay hyped because we've <laughs> they've been hyping for two years yeah. almost now you know and, and journalists were coming I'm in sure microsoft was sweating there's a yeah. lot riding on this thing journalists were coming in they were playing the game or what they had of the game and they're journalists like, were then, ready journalists were then quoted <laughs> as saying the game is barely playable oh. a lot of them said that the xbox launch is less than a year away and i don't see this thing coming together in less than a year oh man and then scary. all He's this smart is going to say on. That, though. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Flash forward, E3 2001 rolls around, and Bungie had actually managed to cobble together enough to show off both single player and multiplayer. Multiplayer was now in the game because they were showing it off yeah. at E3. They're like, all right, multiplayer is going to be in the game. But a couple of problems, and one of these problems was actually, again, mentioned in our Xbox episode. The Xbox dev kits were not done. They yeah. were running... Oh, yeah. They were also really fucked up. Yeah. yeah, they were running at half <laughs> half of their power, which meant that every game that they showed off at E3 that year was running at half power. So the games ran like absolute trash. Uh, I know. It's, just uh, like, it's such a weird like conjunction of two different like half-cobbled-together ideas yeah. trying to line up at the same fucking yeah. time. It's a fucking miracle that it lined up and happened, yeah. dude. It really is. Well, it's not a miracle. 
miracle. No, I'm sorry. Fuck religion. Well, no, it's, it's, it's not hard. a miracle. It's, it's because of people yeah. worked their of asses people, off yeah. Yeah. to fucking do yeah. that yeah. shit. Yeah. They yeah. pulled a miracle that yeah. was earned. Yeah. The game, on top of the Xbox dev kits running at half power and the game not running well, it was absolutely littered with bugs. People, the games were crashing all the time. People were having issues with the AI. Like, it was not working to the point where all those E3 awards that came out, instead of Halo being yeah. awarded best of E3 like everybody expected, it was actually awarded a lot of biggest disappointment of E3 Fuck. awards. So in addition to being awarded biggest disappointment of E3, Bungie was also informed that Xbox Live would not be ready in time for launch. Yeah. Right. Which meant yeah. that the game could not have online multiplayer. But they did make up so for it. So it was yeah. local only. Yeah. And this is when the idea for LAN was added, which was a huge deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah for <laughs> 16 Halo players, one. too. Yep. That was probably a bit of a relief. I'm mm. sure that it's easier to... I mean, I don't know. Is, do you know if it's easier to code for LAN than it is to some sort of online? It's pretty much the same. It's same. It is pretty much the same. And I went to that too. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that we now know as being like integral to Halo that was still in flux. The tank was completely taken out of the game at this point and was only added back in way later in development. <laughs> Scorpion was originally not supposed to be in Halo 1. Yeah. At one point, they had a meeting to decide whether they wanted to focus on the shotgun or the sniper because they couldn't get both working. So they cut one of the so other? They were gonna, Obviously uh, the sniper, right? <laughs> they, focused on, they were either going to cut the shotgun or two, the sniper the and keep weapon. the other one in. Yeah. But again, some employees stepped up, worked really hard, yeah. and they managed to keep both of them in. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the shotgun guy because you know they kept the sniper. You know what I mean? like, so shout out to the shotgun guy who put yeah. in the hours. The flamethrower was still in the game at this point, which which didn't show back up till Halo Three. Hold on, well, that was fans, only yeah. fans will know if anybody well, yeah. played the PC port of Halo, which was made by Gearbox. They will know God, that, that was Gearbox. Yep, that's so weird. Uh, the people will know that the flamethrower is only in the PC version yes. of Halo One, not and in the Xbox yeah. I think uh, it's incredible. there was one Chief other one too. as well, wasn't the fuel rod launcher only in the pc yes version yeah. as well yeah and yep. my experience so the funny thing is like i didn't have an xbox in 2001 and i went to friends houses and i played it on split screen <laughs> shut up and i was like this is awesome and then i downloaded the demo on pc which was the silent cartographer level level and um, uh, blood gulch for multiplayer yeah. and then gulch, I, yes. I bought halo on pc and then went to my friend's house to play it on xbox because i didn't have one at the time <laughs> split screen multiplayer was in and working but land yeah, yeah, yeah. being added late was not working they had trouble getting enough dev kits together to actually test 16 full people playing because microsoft was because so microsoft sh- didn't have enough holy <laughs> shit microsoft so short on dev kits. Uh, we need and, more dukes and when they could make more of these you fucking idiots <laughs> when, when, my, when bungie could get together enough dev kits land kept crashing but again as we now know could you imagine that like we need a dev kit to test no uh this company bungie's got all of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We can't port Crazy Taxi. <laughs> they got all the dev kits. Yeah. <laughs> but as we know now that LAN was in the game and working and a pretty big feature. I mean, it got people buying Xboxes because they're like, oh, I'm going to go to my friend's house, bring my Xbox, and we're going to play 16 people. Oh, yeah. But this is where another big decision comes through. Bungie was facing issues with the name. Yeah, which I didn't know this. Yeah. The name of the game was Halo. Just Halo. It's just uh, blam! Exclamation point. <laughs> but Microsoft had a problem with that. 
They didn't think it was marketable. It didn't because it wasn't monkey nuts or whatever. No, <laughs> they thought it didn't translate well enough. What kind of game it was? Oh, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, so exactly. They, They're like Halo doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Which, in all fairness, at that point, it meant nothing. I, yeah. Well, it's true, but it's it's like it's funny because in the early two thousands, video game names were so fucking generic. Yeah, they, like they it was like very much like a generator. But now we've gotten to the point where, uh, where it's come around where like video game names don't mean anything anymore yeah. again. I know. It's like like Sekiro Shadows Die, Die Twice, Twice or whatever it is. Horizon Zero what Dawn. What does that mean? fucking dumb game yeah. name, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. And we can't all have great names like Resident Evil. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Bungie fought back uh, against them. They're like, yeah. we need to add something that kind of conveys what kind of game this is more than just the word Halo. Besides the box art of the guy putting yeah. a gun yeah. at And the... Bungie was like, no, fuck you. We like just the name Halo. Halo. Yeah. It's aesthetic. Yeah. So, period. It's a great a, name. A compromise was reached. Which... The game would be called Halo colon Combat Evolved, but the name Halo Combat Evolved does not appear anywhere but the box art. Yeah, exactly. It's so strange. Yeah. Exactly. I, I remember Which you pointing that out before, a. and I never good noticed old, it. Good old yeah. Bungie, because yeah. not a single person calls that first game fucking Halo Combat Evolved. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Right. It's called Halo. Oh, yeah, yeah trust me. It's so weird to me reading it in both of the yeah, intros. exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So good old fucking Bungie yeah. for sticking their guns and finding a nice loophole, because yeah. history tells. Imagine if two, three, three and four all had, that. like, and five, like all yeah. had their own, yeah. like, Exactly. Oh, wait, Halo 5 does. Garbage game. Garbage game. Garbage. But yeah, the title menu for the game and any other mention of the name of the game in the game just has that iconic Halo logo. No combat evolved. Dude, aesthetic. I'm telling you. (laughs) Fuck combat evolved. This was also around September. September 2001, so we're getting close. Yeah. We're like two months out now. They had to send it in to get Uh, rated, right? Yes. Yeah. September 2001. That's a rough time for game ratings. Oh, Oh, God. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) (laughs) Stop bringing up 9 11. (laughs) But we can bring up that or the movie Hackers. They both come up about the same. Zero cool. <laughs> Halo colon zero cool. <laughs> Made him choke on his drink. Fuck. <laughs> I just thought about the guy skateboarding through the fucking server room. The <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, movie's so dumb. It's great. <laughs> but yeah. The game was submitted to our good old friends at the ESRB. Check out our uh, three-parter on the ESRB if you want to learn more about how that whole thing started. Yeah. But uh, the game received a T for teen. And the game also reached something called release candidate status, which I don't know if you guys know what that means. No clue. It's basically like, you know how they have like pre-alpha, alpha, beta, and then gold? Yes, I'm familiar how games are horribly developed nowadays. (laughs) Yeah. So this is like post-beta, but pre-gold. But not gold yet? Yeah, it's like, if something goes horribly wrong, this release candidate can ship and we'll be okay with it, but we have a lot more work to do. That's kind of what it means. But you can still buy it on Steam for (laughs) (laughs) $44.99. Yeah. It's still pre-ordered. So it was done. The campaign was now done. Cutscenes were being added a week before this (laughs) and finished, but they were done. Uh, The multiplayer was done. But they had a lot more bugs that needed fixing. They had a lot more balancing they needed doing. Another interesting side note that I read is that it was actually kind of unheard of at the time to have a shooter 
where the weapons were balanced, This, which is actually now a big problem with Destiny that a lot of people complain about, but it was actually unheard of at the time to have the same engine sort of run both your multiplayer and your single player. Mm. So like the, Which is a thing that plagues all modern video games. Yeah. <laughs> but Bungie was dedicated to that, so they like... If a gun handled like this in single player, it has oh, to handle right. like this in multiplayer too. Yeah. Which uh, okay, th- this is something that came uh, that happened in, yeah, the, just the, in the division two, which AI may or may not have just come mm-hmm. out, or depending on when you're listening to this, yeah, it's three but years old. The controls in single player are a little bit clunkier to solve a problem that arose in Division 1's multiplayer. So because it's the same engine, the reason the controls are a bit more clunky in the single player for Division 2 are because of that, which is fucking trash. Yeah, Yeah. it's a little weird. But but whatever. (laughs) But Destiny's a little bit more... The multiplayer and single player are a little bit more tied together together. than something like The Division, but still it shows... Which is a bungee thing. Yeah, exactly. Still it shows, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah... At this point, the game could not be pushed back since the game was being printed on... Well, the game was being printed on the box for the Xbox itself. But as we now know with the PS4 and Watch Dogs, that that doesn't really mean much of anything (laughs) anymore. that's true. Um, There's a bunch of delayed games on that original PS4. I think Drive Club's on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the game could not be pushed back. They were at release candidate status, but they needed to fix these bugs if they wanted good reviews, I guess. Yeah. Uh, And also, a book deal had been reached to release a prequel book called Halo Fall of Reach, which actually released in October of 2001. It came out a month. I bought, really? that, I that, bought that after that, the game. I didn't know it was I that no soon. Idea. That I, was that yeah. long ago? I had no idea. Holy mm-hmm. shit. It was before the game. Yeah. Because props to mm-hmm. that, that that universe is very well fleshed yeah. out and very yeah. well established. I like that. No, I like yeah, that a lot. Cool. When yeah. it, so when do they have to go back for the resubmit? Where, the, where did the M rating come from? I'm getting to it. Okay, sorry. So the Xbox was pushed back a week to allow for additional production so they can make more units of it to sell. Right. So that gave them one extra week of time to work on the game. And then they got some more distressing news, as Randy just spoiled. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, The ESRB, they did not resubmit anything. Oh, they didn't? No. They just found out about multiplayer? Uh, The ESRB, I guess some dude was just like looking back on his notes and they just sent Bungie a, a letter and was like, hey... You told me the blood was blue. Yeah. Now it's red. <laughs> we changed we changed our minds. Halo is no longer T for teen, it's now M. <laughs> because a box art for the game leaked, which was not the final box art, but it did have an M rating on it. So somebody actually emailed Bungie and I found a record of the email. Somebody said, Hey, I thought the game was team. Why is what this happened? say yeah. it's M? And it was a big deal back then. Teenagers and Somebody at Bungie responded and said, I guess the first thing I should say is something I don't get to say very often. The rumor is true. Halo's rating has been changed from teen to mature. How this happens is a very long and tedious story, but here's the short version. The more they thought about it, the more Halo seemed like a mature title to the folks at the ESRB. They told us we would need to make some changes to the game if we wanted to keep our teen rating. Trivial work did not make the game any less fun or compromise the vision of our designers. Other changes, however, would require a lot of last-minute work and change the atmosphere of the game in significant ways. The team decided to keep the game as we originally submitted it to the ESRB, which now means shipping Halo with an M rating. This does affect us. M-rated games are not time. sold to certain yeah. audiences or advertised in certain markets. They are off-limits to young people. If any of these factors prevent you from getting your hands on Halo, we're sorry, but we did what we felt oh, we man. had to do. 
what's weird is that like it's a such a mild like all of them were rated M up um, up until five, and five didn't change anything yeah. except it for was, sucking. It well, changed that. No, I just meant like the level of violence no, that, in those games never. <laughs> <laughs> the level of violence in Halo never changed. It was just by the time five came out. Standards. We're so desensitized by uh, polygonal map design (laughs) and uh, bullshit aliens getting shot. Because I remember when Halo 5 got rated, they're like, oh, that was the rating we were always going for like 20 years ago. (laughs) But the game was officially sent to certification on October 18th, 2001. It's my favorite part of the story. But not before one hidden chains. My favorite part. Jason Jones himself had went in and increased the damage value for the pistol at the last minute. Before any (laughs) testing could be done, the game was sent to certification and thus the unstoppable monster that was Halo 1's pistol was born. Yes. <laughs> it already had a fucking scope really? on it. Yeah. He just is like, last minute and then that history yeah. is made. Yep. so good. Which is why the Magnum sucks so much in Halo 2. Yeah, yeah. They really corrected. It was never that good again. But yeah, they heard back one week later, October 24th, 2001, the game had officially passed cert. And so therefore, a month later, with the Xbox, it was released. And we know the rest of the story. The rest it is rock and sucked. roll history. Bungie closed down. Never <laughs> made another game again. Uh, no, there was no Xbox. As, as Chris has reiterated a lot of times throughout both of these episodes, <laughs> the, we probably wouldn't have an Xbox brand if it wasn't for Halo. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. the game is currently sitting at a 97 or 98 on Metacritic. Yeah. It's one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> it is incredible. one of my favorite games of all time. Time. How do you really feel? This is weird. Um, hey, you know what it's tied with? If you say Goldeneye, I'll kill you. <laughs> it's not. It's tied with Perfect Dark. Because no. Perfect Dark is Perfect one point Perfect. higher than Goldeneye. Perfect Dark is just like Goldeneye without Pierce Brosnan. It sucks. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I'm trying to gush about Halo. Don't bring Goldeneye Sorry. into this. I'm gonna. <laughs> game respect game. But yeah, it went on to spawn a billion dollar franchise that's still going to this day. It is. Books, comics, there's been rumors Figures, of movies, but like we anime. got animes. Yeah. and District 9, thanks District 9. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty District true. District 9 started Fuck out as yeah, a Halo District, movie. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, Peter Jackson produced Halo you know, master, Fucking, if you have the voice thing turned on, the lady is called Cortana. Oh my god, oh, you can turn that off? That's, what? <laughs> yeah, you can turn that's such a weird thing. I remember when like uh, they updated the, those OSs to have that. My mom was like, "What's Cortana?" And I was like, "Man, video games are weird. Like it's <laughs> yeah, just like right? transcended." And, yeah. The live action, the Halo trailer, the live action. Trailer oh, the one with the figure set for three. No, 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 that's no, 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 That's one of the best. Um, there's like a live action version that they use. Where it's like there's like it's just a battle scene. It's fucking yeah. awesome. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's not part of any movie or anything like that. It's just fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah. Dude. Yep. Forward Unto Dawn, actually also really cool. Yes. I really enjoyed yeah, yeah. That, that flick. Master Chief himself went on to pretty much become one of the most iconic representations of a game character yeah, in the modern Which is 2000s. weird because yeah. he was so generic. I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, he would still like be said, on Mount Rushmore, though. Yeah. Like it's Friction for video fucking game first push shooters. Uh, a little thing called matchmaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Ever, you ever heard of it, yeah. fucking nerds? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, holy shit. It's like, yeah. So much came out of this fucking franchise that I mean, and, you know, and we all have stories about, like, it was a really, it was an ingenious idea because it was like, how did you, I want to know how you heard about Halo 1. About Halo 1? Yeah, Combat Evolved. Because I was a fucking computer nerd when I was a kid. This is something that, like, was just like, we need to play this fucking game. And my mother was always very 
on like the precipice of being like, oh, I guess my kids aren't playing sports. I better buy them fucking <laughs> consoles instead of knee pads. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, no matter what our fucking budget was, we always had fucking game consoles yeah. because that was like my mom knew that Priorities. we were never leaving the house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, which is always fucking cool to me as a kid. Like, this was just a game that was needed to be played. My, like, uh, my story is, and we of, weren't very uh, rich either. That was just like all of the like no, entertainment the, budget went yeah. towards Happiness like important. being gaming. Like, uh, my, I, mom, my mother's very into gaming and always has been conscious that's of that. Pretty, and, like me and my rad. brother's lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine's kind of a cliche, but it, it was Funko Land. Because now it's when you go to a GameStop, most of them don't even have demo stations set up. But the ones that do, those are demos that are like the publisher developers like explicitly designed to be out there and that. Yeah. But back in the those early days of Funko Land, they would just have games out in full oh, on yeah. consoles. You remember yeah. when Best Buy had comp- like PCs set up to play games. Yeah. Yes, do you yeah, I do remember. We that. used to go there all the time. They so had like a ring of, of PCs, and we would play fucking Call of Duty and shit. Like the old now, Call I don't of even think you can have an M-rated demo set up in public, which is yeah, but like yeah. I, I remember back in the day in Fungaland just seeing like a Lib- station. Liberals, am I right? <laughs> Top Button Podcast, number like I, one for conservatives. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, leave review. I, ex- I explicitly, <laughs> and I don't know why this memory is so vivid, but the first thing I think I ever did in Halo while trying to figure out, you know, what the controls were, was throwing a grenade at a warthog and seeing it blow up and fly through the yeah. air and yeah, I was like I, just, I want this game yeah. <laughs> well no for, for me it was that that weird strafing thing think about oh, this yeah. like, I, I was playing System Shock uh, System wow, Shock System and Shock fucking Half-Life yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like these were me games too, too. where it was very like an enemy would see you and run towards you. Yeah. Or an enemy would be behind something and shoot at you until yeah. you approached it. There was no movable AI. This was a game where that first fucking battle in the spaceship, when the first time you encounter an elite in that little fucking room, it's like a room with like chairs and a computer and shit. Yeah. It, it's irrelevant what the room is. What's more important is the fact that I vividly remember it coming through a door and then it, it it's strafing around the fucking room. Yeah. That is that sounds dumb as fuck no, to the say way they that did that's something yeah. crucial. Really, yeah. But that means something. Like that yeah. guy was hard to kill. Yeah. And it was cool that it was like a, it was like it felt engaging. Well, that's, and that's like the funny it felt thing. like oh like whoa, 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 I gotta fucking move and my, shoot this my fucking guy. Just like, silly because I think that was the first game I ever played. That was a first-person game that seamlessly you could get in and out of a vehicle. Yeah. Like, I'm, sh- okay. I'm sure there yeah. has to be an example before that, but, like, you had the GTA-style games and stuff like that and driver-style games, but those weren't first-person. Like, I think that was the first time I played a dedicated shooter that had, like, just vehicles that you could jump in and out of, and yeah. that was the thing that got me. I played a lot of, like, racing games and shooters as a kid, so it was, like... Yep. Are we going to do uh, an episode on Halo 2 or 3 or you anything can. like that? Well... I, I'm saying because, like, obviously Halo One and Two it's predated Battlefield were and stuff. amazing. You know what I mean? Two thousand. I was very young. I mean, two. So it was a game I approached yeah. as a kid. Halo Two very Halo much tied 2, into our Xbox Live and 360 episode. Yeah, Halo Two. I was becoming a teenager, so it was kind of cool. But Halo Three is kind of really like yeah. the game that meant the most to right. me yeah, yeah. because it, I was. What, 2007? So yeah. I was literally, you know, a Actually, teenager becoming an adult. You know, it's, you know what I think was the thing that got me very much into the Halo was, was its sci-fi aesthetic. I mean, I was obviously like a Star Wars fan growing up as a kid, but my favorite shooter before... Like I played so much Red Faction, yeah, and oh. like, and and I, I loved Red Faction one, and it was like that was an easy transition for me oh, to yeah, kind of yeah. be like, oh shit, this is like that. I mean, the thing mm-hmm. I was going to say is that like... That had vehicles. Co-op... 
in that game and split screen multiplayer were like, yeah, this is like the thing because Xbox, you know, I've talked to so many people now because my story is like, I bought a GameCube when it came out. And all the jokes, all jokes Idiot. aside, I like the GameCube. But I got in an argument with somebody at school, and they were like, no, I Super bought N64 it. was good as shit. Yeah, I get it. GameCube is awesome. That was on N64. It's called Super N64 in the title. <laughs> yeah, cool. I get it. But Explain it. I got, I got in an argument with somebody about which was better, the GameCube or the Xbox. So they invited me over to their house, and we played Pillar of Autumn, the first level of Halo Co-op. And I was like, oh, nah, I fucked up. <laughs> and I like, saved up a bunch of money, both. bought an Xbox, yeah. and, and the rest is fucking Sma- history. Smash on one TV, Halo on the other. But I think, that's, I think that's it for our story. That's it for our story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just. I mean, we could, I'm sure every person. Who's I'm sure we could talk until the sun yeah, came up has about been our absolutely affected by this game more than yeah. more than they can ever. I, imagine. I will say the maybe, first time I maybe. saw like I was ever at a land party and I saw multiple consoles connected together and people playing split screen online was like felt like magic to me. That was like, a was fucking like, experience. Is, yeah, yes. I was like, how is that possible? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the 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 <laughs> memories, like the absolute like. I think what Halo really encompasses as an idea is that gaming is more important than just fucking entertainment. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's a pivotal part of my life. And, and I it's tie a connection it, to people. I tie it to memories that happen to be Halo memories. Yeah. yeah. Playing with multiple TVs in different rooms, like no running in here, screen peeking while we're you know fucking yeah. <laughs> you know four v four in you know yeah. like just so much cool shit is that are memories of gaming. Yeah, the actual memories are Halo. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's just it's just one of those games that has inspired a mechanical generation of fucking video games and just an absolute just. It's it's the same effect I'm sure Mario has on my brother who's 10 years older than me. I mean, that's the effect that Mario had on me, for sure. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, the same effect that Fortnite... I'm sorry, this sounds stupid. I'm I'm mentioning this non-ironically, surprisingly, but the same effect that, like, Minecraft and Fortnite will have on kids who are fucking 12 and 13 now when they're fucking 20-something, Me and Austin know know many people in our lives who game as heavy as we do and those who don't, and Halo is an interesting thing because it's... That game surpass... Like, we know a lot of people who play Halo who are not even like super into games but it just broke through that I guess oh, yeah. it was just that fun and kind of crazy at the time like, I was yeah. right we, we can start for starting up we can yeah. talk about it for hours yeah Let's we can, we can sit it. here talk about and gush about Halo Idiots. forever and I love I love Halo I love it so much it's one of the best <laughs> it's one of the best video games ever made of all time and yeah. a story okay uh, except for Golden Knight close this shut up <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> Alright, and this, this podcast is over. Uh, any of the future episodes we talked about are not happening because Randy is an unagreeable idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, Goldeneye off the table. We're doing an episode on Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to sit here. I'm just going to sit here and be like, but what about Halo the whole time? <laughs> you probably are. It's like, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great I'm if we just right didn't show I up? Yeah, it's gotta, I got to eat, dude. I'm hungry. <laughs> I can't make it, dude. All right. So you listen to this already. If you want to hear more, you can find us on iTunes. Your mistake. Spotify, Google Play. <laughs> Please subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. Algorithms are a bitch. <laughs> find us on YouTube. I don't know how because YouTube sucks. We mentioned that last episode, but please yeah, find us on YouTube and subscribe. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Hot Button Cast. That's good. Is I that think, it? I think you got no, it. No, that's not it. We are. If you're depending on what time you're listening to, we're doing a live show. I, the, it's gonna be amazing. The live. I think the live show might be after. 
Do you think it'll be after this no, release? No, it will be. Or before. Before this episode comes out. Yeah, All right. That's well, what thanks I mean. for coming to the live show. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're going to record a separate thing for that. I think you were outside because I said the same thing and then I realized I was yeah, like, oh, this shit. is going to... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, throw you're all the best. On. It was a huge smash, giant success. Uh, yeah. yeah, there were so many people we violated fire codes. It was nuts. Yeah, special shout out to those couple hundred fans that gave us and money. thank you to Barack Obama for, for coming. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for what coming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And with that, oh, yeah. with the cop up, oh, uh, they were really good. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are play Halo. What's the best Halo? What's the worst Halo? All right, the worst Halo is, is five. Mm-hmm. I think five. Is, I think I think Reach is three is the one. worst Halo. Get Maybe five. Is a two per- the best. Is a two person podcast now. Welcome <laughs> to me and Randy Halo. and nobody yeah. else. Maybe you're right. Maybe five is at the bottom. Oh, uh, now it's just me. Five is the oh, best. Wait, no, no I said the bottom. It's gonna be the best. No. Halo Five, best story, best gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> Halo Wars, best company. Jason, you're gonna have to fix these mics. I'm about to punch them on the Three might be my favorite. I like, but I have the. I probably have the most memories to is it, one. Is it? Can I make a guess? Okay. Is it because three has four player co-op? Yes, that is how I played it. You're, you're so predictable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I like one a whole lot. I like two also, but I mean one is my favorite story by far. Yeah, uh, but for multiplayer three, uh, three is the one I played the most multiplayer. Yes, of. it's the best multiplayer. <clears throat> yeah, though I played a lot of two as well. But and four is four is not that bad. Four is all right. Four is good. It's not a good Halo game, but it's I a good game. I didn't like four at the time. Reach was far worse. I didn't like four at the time. Yeah. But I'm after def- playing five, and then the Master Chief, yeah. I went back and played some of four, and I was like. Four's all right. Yeah, four's, four's all right. Good. I'm a defender of ODST as well. I think that ODST game, I think fun. that campaign's cool. Yeah, and it has firefight, and firefight's the shit. Firefight is good. Firefight was the best part of Reach. Well, four yeah. Also has firefight, right? Did they bring it back? They may have. I don't know. Sure I don't remember. Firefight. It might. I don't remember. Well, that might be five. I didn't play a ton <laughs> of four. I just played through the campaign. Yeah. And then we played a little bit of the multiplayer when it came out, but not a lot. Yeah. And then they tried to turn five into an eSport, and that's how you ruin video games. It is a good way. Four SWAT. My shit. SWAT's great. SWAT is great. That's Sergeant 2, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to SWAT four. It's really fun. Yeah. Four. DMR. Was, yeah. uh, four got rid of dual wielding, though, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was on two and three, and then it never came back. And four had, like, Care packages and you couldn't look down sights like that's five. Five, you look down sights. Yeah. yeah. Halo one, just one gun in each hand. <laughs> Halo two, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Three, you hold you one with have, your foot. Yeah. I, I mean, I I will never play another video game f- as long as I played Halo three for the rest of my life. Because yeah. I looked up you my know, time playing Halo three multiplayer. Do you think it's it like, more than like Overwatch and Siege and stuff like that? It was fifty five days. How do you look up your time? Mm. How do you how do you look at your time on Xbox? Uh, there's sites for it. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're they, they, you used to be able to do it on Bungie.net, and then Bungie.net got redone to be just about Destiny. They got rid of all the Halo stats. Okay. I'm trying to think of. Uh, there's an app for that on Xbox. Yeah, a Halo I don't app. Know that. Um, Even playing Rock Band for a thousand years. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> Destiny One I have played for over fifty days, 
some. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys get uh, like all thousand achievements in any of the yeah. Halo games or anything? Yeah, oh, except Halo? a couple yeah. of them are in Japanese. Wait, what? So when Halo Three came out, uh, there were a lot of achievements that were like really hard to get organically. Oh, yeah, I remember the skulls and stuff. Not the skulls. It was like get a streak in multiplayer using like the sword. Oh, it was like a bunch, of, a bunch of hard stuff. Yeah. So uh, they had servers, and the game would determine which server you played on based on where the location of your <laughs> Xbox 360 was set. So if you set your Xbox 360 location to Japan, and since nobody in Japan played Halo, <laughs> it was just all people achievement boosting. So that's how I got all those multiplayer Oh, that's so good. But I think if you look them up on, my X- on an Xbox 360 and look at my achievements, they're in Japanese. Because when that's I got them, good. they were... I have some Japanese achievements because of Poyo Poyo Tetris, mm-hmm. which is cool. Just you watch the Donkey Tetris video. Yeah, it's it's so <laughs> good. Tony Tetris. <laughs> Tony Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> what was the one? It was just it's like, like Tony dot. Tetris like it's time to get in a fucking business. <laughs> you know, you know, you want to know something scary? I've I've played almost every game he talks about in there. Like what a it. Do you mess around in Forge mode uh, much when that came out? Yeah, we used to play this game mode called Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, was it with like hammers? No, no, no. So I rem- that was a that different was one. Ball. Oh, that's Griffball. Okay, yeah. yeah there's, I like another, that there's another other ball sports. You create, sports. you create like a court and you basically start everybody with no weapons or with a pistol because you can't start with no weapons. You start right. with a pistol with yeah. no ammo in it. And then you line up a bunch of plasma grenades in the middle and then everybody runs towards the middle and picks up plasma grenades that's pretty good and then throws them and if you stick somebody we used to do this thing called bum fights (laughs) you'd go to guardian and Uh it was a modified version of guardian where you would only be in the circle thing in the center you know how there's like that little little circle thing in the center Mm -hmm. so you block off the whole map so you have to stay in there all the spawn points are in a ring, like a circle around that ring, like da 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 around yeah, the ring. Yeah. And then all it is is magnums, SWAT, one shot, head kills. That's so like it's a nightmare. Like, so it's like you just spawn and duck, and it's like whoever's <laughs> the quickest. You can literally get where it's like you play with like five or six people, you're just waiting for people to spawn. It's like, do, 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 do. It's just whoever's like the quickest. I like when people made like Warthog racetracks and stuff. Oh, that yeah, we used fun. to do another or thing. Or you play hammers in the middle of we the ring. We used to do another thing called jousting. Yeah, which was where you got on the the mongoose, the ATV, and you could have somebody. Oh yeah, on the back with on the, the back of it, and that you could use any gun in the game <laughs> one handed. So, so you made you literally made like a row and surrounded it with like boxes so people yeah. couldn't get out, and then you just have one person jump on a mongoose, the second person with a sniper rifle jump on the back, and then you drive at each other and try to headshot each other off, no scope each other off the Fuck. back of the mongoose. They don't make uh, like shooters like that anymore mm-hmm. in terms of like multiplayer. Like it, like it's it's funny that that like uh, I was thinking about this the other day where it's like when you look at Halo 3's multiplayer, just like the blueprint, it's so fucking weird. Like the weapons are weird, the map layouts are weird. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't building it with a competitive nature in mind people just yeah it was like the funnest game ever made yeah like it's it's the the weapon like when you think about things like the spartan laser and the gravity hammer like they're so stupid and fun like that would never be in a competitive shooter these days ever like no one's gonna put a weapon that strange and that dumb like it's like it felt like something left over from the days of time splitters you're like duke nukem online like nobody like it's 
It's really silly. Yeah, which is weird because Halo yeah. is like... Halo is the popular shooter in between the the 3D yeah. games like Doom, I guess Quake. Yeah. Sound Un- Counter- and Counter-Strike. Yeah. And then between Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. That is so very true. So it was like it, it had... Half of it was inspired by things like Doom and Quake and Counter-Strike. And then the other half of it inspired things yeah, like Call of Duty. Totally. So it's like a weird mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. I miss it. Yep.